This is the best podcast on the planet. I'm not being biased at all. Thanks for listening, supporting, sharing, and subscribing to the Mindful Farm D podcast. Subscribe today wherever you listen to stay informed. Share with a few friends. Email Dr. Matman Harrell at themindfulfarmd at gmail.com exclamation point. Connect on Instagram at themindfulfarmd. Check out drmattmanharrell.bio.link for everything about the podcast. A thousand thanks and stay mindful. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Mindful Farm D podcast. Uh, did I say podcast? <laughs> podcast. It's been a while. Um, it's, man, my last episode that I released was uh, October 22nd, 2021, with Dr. Marina Booksiff. If you hadn't had a chance to go check out that episode, um, go listen to it. It's actually probably uh, one of the, the most popular episodes on this here podcast, but. That was the last time I released an episode, and man, I've been, we've been, my family, um, my ministry, just everything that that uh, is in our life have really, we've really been up to a lot, and um, that's what we plan to do here today on this episode is just do a year review, 2022, uh, but before we get into that, I want to remind everybody that if you ever have any topics for suggestions or suggestions um, for topics, uh, whichever one you want to go first, please email me at themindfulfarmd at gmail.com. That's the mindful with one L, farmd at gmail.com. If you don't know how to spell farmd, just look at my, uh, look at the, the uh, podcast picture, <laughs> the podcast logo. Thank you. Look, it's late when we're recording this, so I cannot, um, attest to whatever comes out of our mouth. So why don't you spell it for them? P H A R M D. And in case you're wondering whose voice that is, um, I'm going to introduce my guest here in just a minute, but I want to, I want to share a story with you all that happened to me recently, um, which I've been thinking about restarting and redoing and continuing. It's always been in my heart and mind to continue the mindful farm D podcast. Um, but as you can imagine, it is it is uh, extremely time consuming to come up with topics and to I do all of the editing myself, the post editing and the, those things, scheduling uh, interviewee interviewees. Um, it, it's uh, it can be a bit challenging. And when I share this on this episode, when I share the year that we that we've had and really it's been a year and three months since October 2021, um, you, you'll see why it's taken me and taken us so long to get back out there. But we've got some, uh, I've got some cool ideas in my mind about topics to discuss this go around. Uh, and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. You know, maybe we'll do 12 episodes, maybe we'll do six, but however many I decide to do, I want it to, to be thoughtful. I want it to be, um, uh, thought provoking. And I want you all to walk away, my listeners to walk away, having learned something and having, uh, had a, had a great experience, but the story onto the story. So recently I was, uh, actually out for work, which is what I'm going to explain to you as a part of my journey here of the past year and a month, year and three months, I was out and uh, I ran into a pharmacist. And, um, when I walked into her store, I won't tell you where, when I walked to her store, she goes, do you have a podcast? <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, yeah. And she's like, yeah, you know, I, I try not to fan out too much, but I wanted to give a shout out to that pharmacist. If you're listening, um, you were the the uh, the the motivation, the final motivation I needed to go ahead and get this uh, podcast up and running again. So thank you for that. I'm hoping that you're sharing wherever you are, uh, sharing the the ideas and sharing the uh, topics and the episodes and stuff that um, that I've covered here so far today. Um, but again, I'm really, really, really excited about my guest today. Um, she's a special lady in my life and, uh, you know, it, it took a bit of, of coercing to get her to do this. And, and you all are in for a treat today because this will probably be the, the first and last time <laughs> that she, uh, uh, interviews with me on this. You have to know. Um, and, and, and so you'll know as I continue to, to, uh, introduce her 
My guest today is my wife, Hannah. Say hi, Hannah. Hello. <laughs> so I'm excited to have my wife on. Um, you know, I can remember, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I can remember years ago when we were actually still in North Carolina, it was uh, it was always my vision and, and, and hope and goal that you would, you and I would do something like this together. And um, I, I understand your your and if you all know who my wife is, she's introverted, right? She's kind of coming out of her shell uh, now that that we've been married and whatnot. But um, it's uh, it's always I've always wanted to do something like this with you. I know. So I know. so we'll <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. I, I, I'm imagining that a lot of her phrases will probably be, probably be short, but I've I've kind of coached her a little bit and said, hey. Just, just, uh, just, let's just talk, right? Let's just have a conversation. This is all stuff we know. This is all stuff that happened to us. And so just, just, just let it flow and we'll see where it goes. So, um, hope you all enjoy this as we move into, uh, the episode. So we're going to start with, and we're going to go, we're going to go month by month. And again, because my last episode was October, 2021, that's actually going to be the first, our first pit stop tonight so or today whichever time of day you're listening so we're at we're in october 2021 and we had a couple fun things happen this this month um with my family we took our boys up to um greenville for the first time and in greenville we went to a very cool place some of you have probably heard of it called top golf it was a first time for the boys um i myself have been golfing before it was i think it was the first time for you Mm -hmm. So, um, yep, uh, it was a first time for Hannah too. And if you've never been to Top Golf, it's just a way for you to, you know, just smash some balls, right? You just get out there and you hit them as hard as you can. Um, but we uh, we also had a good time too. We tried a local barbecue place called Smoking Buttheads. Um, I get no royalties for mentioning them on here, by the way. But anyway, it was it was very good food. Um, it was actually a type of restaurant or barbecue place that that um, their claim to fame is competition style barbecue. Um, and if you've never had that, that type of barbecue, um, you know, they take this barbecue out on the streets into the highways and the byways of your local markets. And, uh, you know, they do a good job there. So, but anyway, that was really, really, really good food. There's brisket, there's beef ribs, there's banana pudding, uh, sweet potato crunch. I mean, you know, and, and of course my favorite brisket, which I think I said already, but we really, we really enjoyed that. Um, do you remember anything special? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that trip because it was a nice day trip with the boys to be out um, doing something you don't usually do. Mm. You get so busy that it's easy just to stick to the schedule of wake up, work, school, chores around the house, errands to run, and then get home, dinner together, and do it all over again. Mm. Um, yeah, you, you were actually just talking about that. Uh, the other day about the cycle of life. Remember last was it last night? You yeah. we were putting pillowcases on the pillows. And you're like, man, just so frustrated at how cyclical life can be. Yes, very cyclical. Or don't stay done. Yeah, well, you know, I, when you say that, I think of uh, I think of Mister Incredible at the beginning of the movie. He goes, you know, it's, it's I feel like me. Just, just, just I just clean this up. I, we should stay clean for once, you know. But such is life. We know life does not stay neat and tidy right uh, especially without us being intentional so but uh but yeah that was a that was a great trip um something else we did this month too just moving us along was uh Ephesus serve day Ephesus is my church um and actually there we serve as associate pastors and uh, with my good friend Nathan Huba and we had a Ephesus serve day back in October 2021 um and and what this was was a day of serving uh, where we made bags with uh, for the homeless with blankets in it, jackets, um, some toiletries, um, and we we just delivered them around the city. Uh, I remember there was a big group that showed up. Um, if you go back on our church feed, there, there might be some photos. I don't know. We didn't want it to be. That's another thing too. Let me let me interject this here. Get on a soapbox for a minute. That's one thing that I love about um, our church is that when we do these types of things for the community. We're not the type of church or haven't been the type of church that like take pictures and, you know, post them and blast them all over social media because it's it's not about us. Right. It's about the people that we're helping. 
um, and the people that are going to be blessed by this effort. Uh, you know, this past Christmas, um, and maybe this is jumping ahead too too much, but uh, you know, just Christmas 2022, we were able to make um, food for the homeless shelter in our in our local area here. And uh, I actually asked my wife afterwards. I said, "Hey, did you did you give me pictures? Not necessarily to post, but to but to um, you know just to maybe have a, a and to commemorate." And uh, this is what you know what she's what you had communicated to me. You know, and that sometimes it's good just to do things for others and not try to receive any kind of pat on the back. So, um, but uh, the Africa Serve Day was a fun day uh, for us. And uh, actually, I have here a note that you met a guy named Popcorn. What was that about? Oh, well, I had the bags in my car for a while, and I just wanted to keep them so that if I saw someone that I thought could use the items, I could just spur the moment to give them something nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And I saw several people um, kind of just loitering on the side of the road. And so I pulled over. Because um, I felt safe, and when I got out, he introduced himself as Popcorn, and um, there, you were, you go, go ahead, go. there were a couple other men too. And so I had items, I had bags that were packed with items for men and items for women. So I was like, like trying to real quick pull out women's items so I can <laughs> give them the bags. Yeah. Um, but they really appreciated it. It was a great time. Um, did he, did he tell you why, why, why he called his name Popcorn? No, popcorn? no. I introduced myself. He said, just call me Popcorn. I was like, yes, sir, Mr. Popcorn. <laughs> I wonder what Popcorn means. Like, now now my ADD is kicking in a little bit, and I'm going like, <laughs> what does, what, why do you call himself Popcorn? Does he, does he like Popcorn? He's an older gentleman. Does he have knots? Did he have knots, like, on the back of his head? What? <laughs> no, I assume like he used to be like quick to fight. Like, oh, like he'll pop. Yeah. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that uh, that fits too. Popcorn. Well, popcorn. If you're listening, man, we uh, we appreciate being able to bless you, it was sir. Really nice meeting. Yeah, really nice to meet you. Um, but moving on. Still in October 2021. Uh, something really cool happened this month, and this has a lot to do with um my new job that I have where I was able to start and we're going to talk about, we're going to, I want us to, to talk about what this experience was like for both myself and for my wife. Because when I tell you guys what I did here beginning in October of 2021, some of you uh, probably are not aware of this, but I started the South Carolina criminal justice Academy. And you're probably thinking to yourself, but you're a pharmacist. Why did you why did you start the South Carolina Criminal Justice Academy? Well, um, right now I work for the uh, Bureau of Drug Control. Um, it's a cool agency that is responsible. It's an it's a, uh, agency within the South Carolina Department of Health and Environmental Control. And our state legislature um, requires the state to have pharmacists hired in that role. And what the in this role and what the what our role is is to um oversee and make sure uh the the appropriate and legal acquisition and sale of controlled substances uh within the state of South Carolina. And and it is it is I've done a lot in my career as a pharmacist and this is really, really, really a cool job. I'm really enjoying it. I work with some really um fantastic people, man. Um, that just, you know, they're knowledgeable about the practice of pharmacy. Um, not just, obviously not just in retail, but I mean, across the board, hospital, um, you know, uh, special pain clinics, like across the board. Um, my, my coworkers are, are just fantastic and, uh, I really know what they're doing and stuff. And so this, but in October of 2021, I started this, this eight week journey <laughs> to becoming a certified South Carolina law enforcement official. So, um, you know, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in just a minute, but oh, just put a, put a bookmark there. Um, because what I did here on this, on this, uh, eight week trip, or uh, this eight week journey was really live like a college student. again. And so, you know, I want to hear before I share more of, of my experience, um, you know, I'd like to know what was that like for you, Anna, like being, 
being with the boys. So, okay, so maybe I should provide a little bit more content. All right, so it's an eight-week course where I, I was supposed to check in um, every Sunday. I like this much I was supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> I can share this. I feel okay sharing this. Thanks. <laughs> um, but it was an eight-week course or eight-week journey where I would check in, you know, say on a Sunday, and then I would be there. I would be there for, um, you know, throughout the week. And then I would come home at the end of the week. But for those eight weeks, Hannah was was pretty much manning the fort by herself. And so I want to know from you, like, how, what was that? What was that journey like for you over those Over, eight weeks overall overall yeah yeah let's just let's just see where it goes start start at the beginning and then i'll kind of feel you um well when you told me that and i thought it was a cool like a cool job mm -hmm. you were excited about it i was happy for you mm -hmm. um when you shared that you would be gone like, the whole week not coming home yeah um made me a little anxious yeah because we have two alpha male boys. Right. And mm -hmm. I am a, uh, what's the word? <laughs> um, kind of go with the flow, kind of laid back, just. Yeah, I, I, I'm not an alpha. Mm -hmm. And so they like to run things and they can't. Maybe <laughs> we can't. So there's a little bit of a power struggle there. So it it made me nervous. I started planning, of course, trying to figure out how, make, how can I make this work? How can I minimize frustrations? How can I um, see them and what that would do for them emotionally? Mm -hmm. um, trying to get ahead of that, make sure this is a time where um, I can spin it as being, this is something exciting. Normally, we have this routine, but we can have this other routine now. Mm -hmm. um, and so basically break all the moves that that uh, that daddy and mommy put together. Not, not, not breaking <laughs> not breaking all the rules, yeah, but yeah. but maybe changing some things just because when you remove a person or even add a person to the house, the whole dynamic changes. Absolutely. Yeah. So trying to figure out what works well for us. Um, and so my feelings were excitement, anxiety, apprehension, a little anger, because mm. I don't like the An idea. Anger at the, at the situation or anger at me for taking the job? Let's be honest. Kind of the same, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Not, not outright angry with you, mm -hmm. just knowing that I've been really intentional with my life to make sure um, I've seen the struggles of a single parent and I'm mm. making sure that I don't put myself in that situation like at all costs yeah. and feeling like this was going to be my life for another two months. Yeah. Um, well, we both come from single parent. Right. Right. Um, and so I did not like the idea of that, but I was trying to stay optimistic and seeing the benefit at the end is that you're in this job that you really enjoy and think it's so cool and you feel like a ninja. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I want that for you. Right. And it would just be like, it. I was able to come to grips with it because I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. It wasn't like far off into the distance. Mm -hmm. I, I knew that there That's was an end date. Yeah. Well, you, you remember when, uh, me telling you before I went that some states require their prospective officers to be gone away for six months. Right. right? I appreciate that that's not what the situation we're in, but right. that doesn't change that. Either, either gone away for six months or they do some type of like remote six month uh, program. Yeah. But that would have been too much. Yeah. Yeah. And probably stay with mom or something. You're right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Um, but, you know, in, in South Carolina's program, uh, Criminal Justice Academy used to be, um, I think in most recent history, 12 weeks, a 12 week program. Uh, but then they shortened it to to eight weeks. But you know, overall, I, you know, I appreciate you sharing that with me, and I'm sure we'll we'll touch base here as we go on about you know, you know what was happening at the home at, at this point, right? But but overall, I, I gained a deeper appreciation for law enforcement, um, especially with regard to to law enforcement's ability 
and really necessity to make life-changing decisions really in a matter of seconds. You know, there, there were a lot of great um, uh, videos and stuff that, that were shared throughout the, uh, the journey there and in, in, in their own site at the academy um, that really helped me understand the context of the profession. And I just, I really appreciate, I really appreciated what, um, what South Carolina Criminal Justice Academy did and, and what they do to train officers, you know, really at the forefront of um, de-escalation, at the forefront of, um, you know, critical thinking and helping, helping officers think about situations um, where most others might just run into, right, without really considering, but, but they do a really good job there. And, you know, but anyway, added to this, this uh, superpower of, that police officers have to make decisions in such a quick, uh, quick or in a short amount of time. Um, there's another superpower, which is the emotional to deal with the emotional consequences associated with those decisions. Um, you know, and, and when framed this way, no algorithm or computer model can really stand up to the humanity that's associated with policing. And, uh, you know, again, I, 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 my hat's off to every officer who has ever stepped into the role of community policing um, and stepped into the role of ensuring that the community was safe for all. Um, and, you know, you guys see the, the podcast logo. I'm an African-American male um, saying this, and I, I really do. I really do. And, 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 and you know, I, I feel right here just to say that even we even teach our boys um, to respect police officers. Mm-hmm. Right. And when we see them, I, could, I mean, we have pictures of them when they were younger sitting in police officer vehicles around town, you know, you pressing, buttons. pressing buttons. Right. <laughs> and you were really good, really good about making sure that, you know, it's not about being fearful. It's about being being aware um, and working with police officers to make sure that uh, that our communities are safe and you know, maybe at a later date, I can do more and dive more into uh, some of the issues that have happened across America and the, you know, the mental mental health aspects associated with that. What that does to the mental health of the society, and what that does to the mental health of mental health of a specific group of people, right, African Americans and and their relationship with police officers. But if you know, if you're listening to this, I hope that you too are li- like me can attest to the fact that many of us have probably had really good interactions with police officers, um, really good interactions. I mean, I, I, I can think of stories in my own life when they've showed up to my house and this might be getting into some, some more transparent deeper things, but that's what, you know, that's what we do here um, when it comes to domestic violence and watching an officer show up and be, be a representative of the law, right? And be a representative of the values of this country um, and then be able to help us walk through that. So I, I just appreciate officers and now I am one. <laughs> so, um, it was, uh, but it overall, it was a really good journey, um, to be a part of, and I'm glad I had a chance to, uh, to participate in that. Um, and we, you know, we actually just recently, uh, graduated two, two officers, two pharmacists from the Academy. And, um, they were, they received the high marks in their grades. They they, uh, they received the highest reward, highest award for educational achievement called the JP Strom Award. And so I want to give them a shout out as well. But while while I was here, so we're going to go real quick. Week one, week one of the Academy was all about defensive tactics. Um, just real quick. What was week one like for you? Let's see. We're talking about the, the beginning of November. Do you remember? Do you recall? No, <laughs> no it's all a blur. It's all a blur. Well, right. I, was, I was implementing the new schedule, mm-hmm. which had an earlier bedtime, okay. but um, but reading. I was realizing that it was hard for their minds to shut off if they were watching TV or on a device before right. bed. Yeah, yeah. And so there was an earlier cutoff for devices, um, and me reading a book to them as they laid in bed. Um, I was getting a routine for dinner time and um, getting them up and ready for school in the morning. Um, all I'm of a, that. In, I'm all a heavy that, sleeper. Yeah, yeah, right. All of that in week one. Like, I was in it. I yeah. had to do it. 
Yeah, so yeah. I, was trying, I had already thought through possibilities and scenarios and was trying to come up, testing out different schedules to see what worked best for us. Okay. Week two. So week two at the academy for me was about defensive tactics, and I actually got injured <laughs> on the job. Um, and I, you know this story, but you know I was uh, we were doing some ground techniques and stuff, and and um, my partner uh, got a bit overzealous, and his heel toe boot went into the bottom part of my uh, my calf, and and I didn't think anything of it, right? Consider it male pride or or just sheer stupidity. But I, uh, <laughs> yeah, just walk it off like, ah, no big deal. Well, fast forward a couple of weeks and I'm still running. I'm still jogging on it and stuff. Um, I've since talked to a friend of mine. Well, you know, shortly after that, I talked to a friend of mine after, after everything was all said and done. And he said, yeah, you probably shouldn't have been running on it. He's a, he's a, uh, uh, PA. He said, you know, you probably shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been running on that. But anyway, here I am still running on it. And I remember one, in one particular moment, uh, I was racing one of the other cadets around the corner. We were doing some drills and stuff. And my entire right leg just locked up on me uh, as, I, as I was. I mean, I was booking too, like running really fast. And um, and it just locked up on me. And I was like, all right, I think I'm done. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go sit down somewhere and cry. It's nice, you know. Oh. Um, it was, it was. I mean, you want to talk about a massive cramp, but it was my body's way of saying sit down and shut up. Yes, so. After that, I did, and and uh, they ensued a long journey of, of workers' comp and stuff, which which didn't really have any problems, you know, um, getting that done. So, but anyway, week three uh, for law enforcement um, was all about the law. Actually, weeks three and four was all about the law, and we learned that was I did week two. Week two was defensive tactics. Two weeks of defensive tactics, and then two weeks of law. Um, so week three and four, we learned in there that. In the two weeks that we were at the academy, we learned about six months worth of law that lawyers learn. Um, and, you know, this is general law. This is both federal and state. Right. Um, and one of the reasons why pharmacists are hired for this particular role is because of our knowledge of pharmacy law. law. So, you know, so you've got to add all that law on top of what you already know and stuff um, really dealing with uh, you know, First Amendment rights. Uh, Fourteenth uh, Amendment rights, right? All of these different constitutional amendments that protect the people of the United States of America, um, and so uh, it was a uh, it was diving in. We <laughs> I remember this uh, this one moment when we were talking about what's allowed in court, and um, the instructor was going down this rabbit hole talking about hearsay and how hearsay was not allowed, and I will not do. Uh, I will not give you a crash course on hearsay. Needless to say, her presentation of it was rather confusing. And um, after she does her her spiel, I raised my hand and I said, so isn't this basically like he said, she said, and she pauses and she goes, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that that, <laughs> that is what it is. You know what I'm going? All of what you said could have been summed up in, you know, a sentence. Uh, but she was really, really into it. She, um, I'm thankful for my for the instructors there. Um, they're very knowledgeable, know a lot of information. And I want to back up, though. I want to back up to week one, because uh, when we go into the academy as pharmacists, right, you got to understand these are these are potential and prospective uh, cadets from all over the state of South Carolina. So when we go into the academy, typically, we are the people with the highest educational degrees, our doctorates in pharmacy. I didn't want anybody to know that I was a doctor of pharmacy. And I was just going to just coast my eight weeks and just, you know, study whatever and just not tell anybody anything. Right. Because I didn't want that attention. And on the first day, on the first day that I was there, um, a lieutenant walked in. He's, he's sort of in charge of the, uh, all of the cadets and stuff, and he basically runs the program. And he walks in. He does a welcome. And then as he's walking out, I'm going, all right, all right, unscathed. Nobody, nobody said anything. As he's walking out, he points to me and he goes, and he's a doctor, so he might know something, you know? <laughs> and uh, I go, oh, my gosh. And I could just feel it was like a, it was like an accordion, like a, everybody's eyes or a drum beat. Like everybody's eyes just kind of. Uh, and head just kind of turned towards me, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then, and then ensued the 
the the the uh, consistent question. You a doctor? Are you a doctor? Can you prescribe this for me? Can you prescribe this for me? I can't tell you how many times I told people I don't have prescriptive authority in South Carolina. Um, I'm a doctor of pharmacy, right? I dispense medications or previously dispensed medications. I counsel patients on their drug regimens and stuff. So, but that was that was kind of fun. They um they started calling me doc. And when one more funny story before we move on, I, I recently uh, caught up with one of my um, one of the guys that I made a, a connection with there while we were there. And um, I was texting him and just saying, hey, man, how's it going? Hope you're doing well. And uh, he texts me back. He says, yeah, you know, I was just I was just talking to you about talking with somebody about you and about DHEC and whatnot. And um, he goes, you know, I realized something in that moment. I was trying to describe to this individual I was trying to describe you to this person. And uh, he said, I didn't know your name. He said, and he said, I realized it's because we called you Doc for eight weeks. We never, we never addressed you by, you know, never addressed you by name. It was always just Doc, Doc, Doc. So, um, but anyway, that was, that was, uh, that was fun. So um, anyway, so that's week three, week three, four, week five, we did DUI stuff, laws and stuff about that. I learned how to give, um, um, Sobriety tests on the side of the road and that kind of thing. We did firearms week six, learning how to shoot and, dri- and also driving week six. Um, and then week seven were practical problems, which was a really cool place on on the campus of the South Carolina Criminal Justice Academy, where they actually walk you through uh, actual scenarios. Um, they actually walk you through actual scenarios of, you know, different things that might happen. Somebody who might be in a crisis or responding to a domestic violence or responding to somebody who, you know, so they teach you and they walk you through these things. And I found that, that was so, so helpful because it takes you out of the textbook and puts you in a situation. And you have to, with your partner or whoever you're with, you have to figure out how to walk through this. What laws do you do you reference in your mind? What actions do you take? Do you make an arrest in the moment? Do you help somebody, you know, find social services? These are This is what I'm going back to about police officers having to make life changing decisions within a matter of seconds. And it's 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 oftentimes less to do with making an arrest, right? And more times having to do, how can I help this person who's in front of me um, get out of the situation, move forward? And like, what is, so, so, you know, police officers act as philosophers. They act as lawyers. They act as, uh, uh, you know, agents. They act as bodyguards. They, I mean, there's so many roles and hats that police officers play. And I do hope to one day, um, get uh, one of our instructors on this podcast and just kind of talk about some of that stuff. So, um, and then finally week eight was graduation. So um, that takes us to January of 2022. And um, I remember going into January, 2022, we made it a point to create a, a, a uh, end of year sort of list. Um, and we did this in December of 2021 going into January 2022. You remember doing that? We sat down at the table and we did that. Um, so, but starting of the new year, January 2022, and immediately I met with um, some rather disturbing news in that my great aunt uh, had passed away. And so it was a it was a time of celebration, one, because I was graduating from the academy and our family was going to be one again. <laughs> Got to come back and do our Right, coming back together. But then, you know, shortly after graduation, I got the news that my great aunt had passed away. She was a matriarch um, in our family. Uh, I, I can remember when we were younger, we would go down uh, to South Florida and pick mangoes off of the mango tree in the front yard. And um, I had a cousin there who visited frequently with us and he would put me on his shoulders and jump around the house and go hop, hop, hoppity hop, you know? And so that was this aunt, you know? And, um, so that was a, a bittersweet moment to see her, um, pass away. Um, but then we also had a, a, had a good time going to, um, a local circus, the Jamil Shriner circus. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We took the boys and um, a friend of ours from church. That was their age. Yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, it was a, a, a tiny circus, but they had a lot of big talent there. Um, I didn't know this, but the Shriners International Club, did you know this? It's, it's a fraternity based on, and this is from their website, it's a fraternity based on fun, fellowship, and the Masonic principles of brotherly love, relief, and truth. Did you know that? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't know that. You know, I thought they were just a bunch of weird guys in tall hats. <laughs> just being honest. Uh, so I learned I learned something there. But uh, but anyway, it was a, it was a good circus. Um, you know, it, it, it's always interesting to me to see people flying, you know, 50 feet in the air inside of a, a tent. And the crowd is like right below you, you know, with no net or anything like that. But anyway, that was cool. One other thing happened this year. Or, or in January 2022, and we actually missed it. You ready for this? So Hannah and I are big Star Trek fans. We're Trekkies. And Picard season two debuted in January of 2022, and we didn't. We never watched it. I, I still don't think we watched it. We still haven't watched uh, season two yet. So um, Jean-Luc was not viewed by us, unfortunately, but maybe maybe that'll change here. So that that's pretty much January um, January 2022 to March 2022. Did, did anything else stand out to you in that time period? No? No. All right, so we're going to move on to April. April 2022. April to June. Um, we, ooh, this was, this was fun. We had our first ever, at our church, we had our first ever best day ever. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a really cool, you want to talk about that? Talk about what that was like? Explain to everybody what it was. Um, we brought our best friends. We brought, brought our best friends. And we brought who the third best. Best speakers, I believe it was, yeah. Which was all of the ministers <laughs> of oh, the church, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we came together, we praised God, we heard a word from God, and we went out into the parking lot. We had... Um, Bounce houses for the kids, snow cones, delicious food. Um, and we just had a really good time. Yeah, there were there were a lot of people there. I think I if I'm I can check on this, but I think we had there was probably about 150 people that showed up, or or I'm sorry, 100. It was about 130 people that showed up. Um, and you know we have a uh, right now we're in a, a church front or storefront building. And so that was um, that was a heavily attended event. We actually plan to do it again this year, but it was really, really, really fun time, really cool time um, for us to again put on something for the community, put something on for the church family, um, and it was just a really good thing. And then something something else happened uh, in uh, in that time period. Again, April twenty twenty two to June twenty twenty two, we for the first time at our house. Now we love hot pot, you know. Um, Korean, right? I think it's Korean, Korean-based food, whatever. I, I think it is Korean-based food, but it is absolutely delicious. You can look it up. You should, uh, <laughs> you should look it up on the phone real quick. But my wife and I um, absolutely love Asian food. It's one of our favorite dish types of food to eat. And um, uh, in uh, in Chinese. huh? Chinese. Oh, is it Chinese? I thought it was Korean. Oh well, well there we go. <laughs> Well, that would explain why our good friend, who is Chinese, who is Chinese <laughs> brought it over to the house to, uh, and um, him and his wife, they brought it over to our house with their, their cool little hot pot um, uh, contraption. And uh, man, spiced us up real good. Our 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 eyes sinuses were watering, were sinuses clear. were all cleared out, right? Um, all the COVID ran away. No, <laughs> it was, uh, but no, it was a good, t- good time. But that was a first for us. We had eaten... We had eaten hot pot, I think in our whole life, we've probably been to two hot pot restaurants. And the first time was when we uh, was uh, when we went to a wedding, actually, in 2020, at the end of 2020, um, up in Ohio. We tried a hot pot out there. And then we tried a hot pot in, uh, I believe, in Cary, North Carolina, a couple of years later. Um, and then, but this was the first time we actually tried it in our house. And we brought friends to come over and eat with us. So and the boys, they enjoyed it. Um, it was a really good time. And then because we're space nerds and we love, well, I'll speak for myself. Would you consider yourself a space nerd? No. No? (laughs) Well, you just get to listen to me talk about it all the time, but I love space. Um, shout out to my good friend, Ben. And, um, we, uh, so, but anyway, that, that in May of 2022, of course, there was a lunar eclipse and we took photos and stuff out back and, and just had a really good time. But then the big thing that happened in June of 2022 was... Um, your birthday? Well, yeah, my birthday, but that's mm-hmm. not really the big thing. The big thing was our family trip 
to Bush Gardens. We went to Bush Gardens with our family. Um, and I remember it was a, it was actually a, a two day visit. We had to do a two day visit because the first day it rained. And then I've got a cousin, my wife's cousin, uh, if she's listening to this, she knows she's like, she can be a Karen at times, right? <laughs> I'm just going to say it. No, 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 uh, no, uh, I, I've got nothing against anybody named Karen. If your name's Karen, I love you. But, but my cousin sometimes can be like that person, right? Who, uh, who she can, it, 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 she could turn it on too, right? So anyway, so because it rained, she turned on her Karen mode and got us a, basically like a two day, come back anytime uh, tickets with unlimited meals, unlimited drinks, which is not what we purchased the first time, the first go around, right? So when we went back the second time after the rain, and your ladder will be greater than the rest. But we went, that's right. We went back, man. We had a good time. We ate, I think, just about every hour, like the ticket allowed or every two hours, whatever it was. And, um, you know, we had a good time. Had a good time. We rented a beautiful, beautiful house in the Orlando uh, Orlando area, uh, which is my old stomping grounds, but just had a really, really fantastic time. Anything else you want to mention about that? No. So moving on to July to September, September. Um, oh, this is cool. In in, uh, obviously in July, we had 4th of July and we, we did the fireworks and stuff. And actually my family, um, had, you know, had come up to our house to visit with us and they, uh, we did fireworks and stuff. We played family feud, um, you know, in the house and then out in the backyard to get away with the kids. <laughs> uh, but that was fun. That was a good time. And they, we enjoyed that. Um, and then, of course, we got a letter from our HOA saying that we can't do fireworks. We might do it again next year <clears throat> or this year. Mm. Anyway. Just did fireworks. Right. In New Year's. If you're listening to this, quit being a hypocrite. All right. Um, so on... Uh, but in September, though, just kind of fast forwarding a little bit in September, we did or I actually I had an opportunity to do a five day visit to Chicago um, for a very special occasion. Um, I can't say much about it because I'm bound by contractual obligations, but um, I was able to visit the North, the, the uh, National Association of Boards of Pharmacy. And for all of the pharmacists listening, that's the NABP. And for the non-pharmacists listening, this is the Board of Pharmacy that is responsible for licensing every single pharmacist in the United States. But I was able to go there and um, participate in item writing, um, which if you don't know what that is, you'll have to Google it because that's all I can say about it. It was a great time. Um, we, I enjoyed it very much and networking with some cool people. Of course, everybody, they're all pharmacists and students and uh, not students, sorry, pharmacists and um, in academia, a lot of them were in academia. Um, but they were all interested in my job. Of course, you know, me explaining to them I'm a pharmacist and I'm a cop. And, you know, it's like, well, well you know, when I introduced myself uh, on the first day, um, I, I don't think everybody got it. Right. I think when I said I was a, I was a cop and I, I made a joke, I said, you know, but but because I'm in Chicago, um, you know, I'm outside of my jurisdiction, so I can't arrest anybody. Right. And they thought it was kind of funny, but um, I don't think they really, truly understood that I am a cop. I am actually active. And license right and certified in South Carolina. So, but anyway, that was that was kind of cool being there, um, and I really enjoyed it. Look forward to going back there. So, fast forwarding now to October 2022 to December 2022. Um, oh, something cool to talk about today. Talk about the um, the boys' first ever stage play that they did ah. for Box. Yes, the boys were in the um, community. Uh, Arts Center's children's musical, and um, the reason we got into it is because our oldest has been talking about wanting to be an actor and watching all the, sh the shows that he likes. He wants to do that, and so I said, "Okay, well, let's see if you like this process." Because acting is not just standing in front of a camera and delivering lines that magically got into your head. Right, it takes work. <clears throat> so. I took him to auditions. Um, he was able to fill out his paperwork. I, I talked him through it so that he could really experience the whole thing himself. He did his auditions. He did callbacks. He got a job. He got a, a not job. 
he got a, a offer to yeah. do one of the. He had a part. Yeah. Yes. Um, his brother was also able to get in on that because they had a couple extra openings, like one line yeah. uh, parts <laughs> that can he had, younger. He had the best actor, line though. <laughs> a younger actor can handle. Um, and um, they went. They moved on to the next phase. All right, you enjoyed that. That was fun. That was so exciting. You saw friends. You made new friends. Now, do you like uh, going through the process of practice, mm-hmm. like rehearsal every day, like four or five days a week? Um, that got a little tiresome, but he stayed encouraged. And then it got closer to the performance dates, and they really really got their lines learned and their songs memorized and their uh, choreography down. And then it was like, okay, do you like this next phase? Now we're performing. Yeah. And we're doing the same thing every yeah, night, yeah, every night for two weekends. Yeah. And um, we got through the whole process and he really enjoyed it. And um, I think it was a great experience for him to see what theater is like. And you can also draw similarities to if anyone acting in front of the camera yeah yeah that was it was cool for them i liked um there was a there was one moment in particular in the on the last night (laughs) and and this is what i was you know we actually both of us were trying to explain to our boys hey whatever happens just have fun right um that's the beauty of stage play you know you must go on the show must go on exactly you know that whole that whole adage uh and cliche uh break a leg right or break a leg um Anyway, the show must go on, but but there was a moment at the on the last night of the play where the music did something funny. You probably, I'm sure you remember this. And um, the whole, basically, the, the, there were two tracks. They were singing. They were singing to uh, musical tracks, instrumental tracks for for much of the play. Um, but anyway, at one point on the last night, the last performance, the music started to overlap. There were two two tracks overlapping each other. And the kids were confused, man. The audience, of course, I mean, this is like our third or fourth time seeing it. So we kind of knew. He picked up on it. There were some of her that didn't. That pick up probably on didn't it. pick up on it. Yeah, but. Because the kids didn't miss a beat. Uh, actually, 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 they did. Okay. They might have reacted to the fact that it was weird. Yeah. But it was crazy that they kept their timing yeah. to the right to track. To the right track. Yeah. That was pretty And then pretty once impressive. it was caught yeah. and they cut out the other track. They were still yeah. on on cue. Yeah. Well, what was what was so funny was I, I pan because I'm looking for Micah, I'm looking for Levi, and I'm trying to figure out okay, what are they doing in this moment, our sons? And I look over, and, and our oldest son, um, he is just laughing. I'm talking like belly laughing, like just <laughs> like in tears. He's in tears, laughing so hard at the fact that the music is not matching right now, and everybody's pretty much confused i mean you could see it all over their faces yes yes eventually they they like you said they didn't miss a beat and everything and they kept staying on track but that first those first few moments were like i mean it, to me it felt like a little bit like pandemonium you know everybody was like you know do i step here do i not step here you know one of the stars in the play had like this just bewildered look on their face um but uh but micah just thought that that was the funniest thing in the world so that that was that was for me they made fun of me too because I think every performance I saw, I had the, the biggest Grinch smile on my face, you know, um, so happy smile. Yes, because I was so proud of them. They did such a good job. And, um, you know, I want to say thank you to everybody who came out, all of our friends and uh, family who came to to see them um, and to see their play and everything. It was uh, they really enjoyed it. And that's a memory that they'll never forget. Right. right. So that was that was great. Um, in October, that was like October, November. And then finally, one last mention that we, that brings us to the end of 2022 is, um, we took a trip to, uh, actually to Tennessee, to Knoxville, Tennessee. We'd been to Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area before, um, for different occasions and stuff. Uh, but this time we took a trip to Knoxville. We were going to go up to DC at first and, and try to check out the African American Museum, which we're still planning to do you know, hopefully in the future, but with the storms and stuff that were uh, uh, hitting the United States, you know, and really every, everywhere, every state, I think, felt it. Um, and D.C. being in the red zone, we decided to shift gears. We still wanted to do something different this year for Christmas, do something for that year, last year for Christmas, 
Um, and so we ended up going to Knoxville, Tennessee last minute. And one of the coolest things we've ever done was to go and forge our own knives. Of course, um, Hannah didn't participate. My wife didn't participate, but the boys did. They, man, they really enjoyed it. Really, again, just not, you know, not only did we forge knives, but we forged a memory. They'll never forget the time we went and, you know, and, uh, and uh, made knives. And so, you know, maybe, maybe um, on our Instagram, y'all know me, I don't post too much on Instagram, but maybe I'll find it in me to put those pictures out there or, or I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just send the pictures to my wife. She can put them on Facebook <laughs> if you want to go check that out. But um, we went to this place called uh, Circle Bar Tea and um, really, really cool people there um, out in Knoxville and stuff. So you can check out their website again. I get no royalties for that, but it's just worth mentioning. I don't have to get any royalties for it. Um, great, great, great uh, business. Nice people. Another memory that the boys made there was um, the one of the, I don't know if she's the owner or or what, if she's the wife of the owner or what, but she's actually, she explained to me that she used to be a teacher and she had this really cool uh, corner and section in the building um, where she had like books and um, uh, stuffed animals in, in, inside a forage shop. Okay. And, um, and so Micah, my oldest, he's a, uh, he's a uh, really into like uh, arts and crafts and break um, handcrafted bracelets and stuff um they can tell you all about what tiger's paw is and you know all those different kind of stuff but oh see i <laughs> tiger's paw tiger's eye but they had he had asked if she had any uh tools or beads to make a bracelet and she was the nicest lady she went and actually she said i don't think so but i'll go look and, and you know she goes to this back room um obscure back room and she comes out maybe a storage closet or something she comes out and she's got not only beads, but she's also got string and scissors and all this different stuff. And 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 uh, she told us, you know, she, nobody's never asked her, you know, for that uh, service there. And so that was just another cool and, again, just great thing. Just nice people, man, you know, that you meet along the way. And that was another memory. I've got a picture of the boys seated next to a bench um, uh, making their bracelets inside of a board shop. I'm going... Dude, there are knives and fire and metal being hammered out, and you want to make a bracelet, you know? <laughs> but they, uh, but they had a, they had a um, really good time. Children are well around. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they can do it all. Yeah. They like it all. They like it all. That's right. They like it all. But, um, but any any last words? Any um, anything you you took from our trip in December? What was it? What was it like for you when we split? What did you guys do out there? Um, just kind of relaxed. Um, we got, we went through a, a mirror maze. Oh, yeah. And that was really fun. Uh, got stuck in traffic trying to get back into Knoxville. Um, yeah. We saw Dolly Parton's statue. Mm. Uh, Is it like life size or like, like blown it's up? It's like life size. Okay. It's like sitting on a rock with a guitar in it's like young dollars. Yeah. Um, it's over there. And um, I let Michael listen to uh, Nine to Five. Uh, Nine to Five, yep, by Dolly Parton. But I also let him listen to uh, Darius Rucker, who's an African American country singer. Because you know, you ride through the through the, the mountains. mountains of Tennessee, you've got to play some country music, right? <laughs> and when I played the song, it started with this. Twang, you know, on the guitar. Mine goes, oh, no, daddy, no, I don't want to hear this. When I tell you he loves that song, <laughs> he sings it now. And Levi, he he always finds finds an opportunity to say, daddy, daddy, you know that song that you play? Yeah, Micah likes it. I was like, I know. I know he likes it. But anyway, that was so that was a that was our year in review, uh, year review 2022. Um, we're looking forward to 2023. There's so much we didn't share, so much that happened throughout the year. Um, that we would need another, you know, five hours to talk about. But um, but we really did. We really did. Um, oh, that's a question. What 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 did you take from 2022? Any any words of wisdom or you know something that's uh, stood out to you that perhaps um, give you a certain outlook on life from 2022? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I started working again mm. this year, this past year, mm-hmm. 
after being out of the workforce for 10 years yeah. since I had my book. Um, so I guess just getting into the, getting back into the mindset of professionalism, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. And so re-entering that world has just been a little bit of an adjustment in a good way, not like, not difficult, but just eye-opening. Yeah. Like, seeing myself again through the eyes of others. Mm. When, you do, when you see yourself as an employee? or As just... an employee, as a co-worker. Oh, I see, um, I see. As a friend, meeting people that I don't normally interact with. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. My world was smaller mm-hmm. as a homemaker mm-hmm. to family and my kids' friends, parents. Right, right. Um, in my church. So it's just widening my world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, um, I think, you know, it, it's definitely an adjustment. Yes. For you interpersonally, but also obviously for the family too. Right. Because, um, uh, you know, you might come home now, some nights you come home a little bit after dinner or a little bit into the dinner hour. Right. And so we, but we still obviously make it a point to have dinner together. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, a, an adjustment there. Um, even though you still have those hours during the day to, to, uh, you know, before you go to work. <laughs> Matt, you know that I am never just sitting around. Oh, no, 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 no. That was not, that's not what I was implying. During the day, I'd love to, Yeah. but I have a checklist that I don't even get done. Yeah. finish that day and normally gets wrapped around to the next day. Mm-hmm. And, and, and thus uh, continues the cycle of life. Right. <laughs> But uh, I, I think for me, you know, I think 2022 represented challenge um, because here I am in a world of pharmacy that I only learned existed in 2019. And it's been an interest. It's been an interest of me, of mine, to become a part of this world, to be a pharmacist and a law enforcement officer. Um, and let me tell you, man, it's it. We're, I think we're trained as pharmacists already to have this observant mindset. But even with that, there's still there's still a challenge and an overcoming of, of, well, how do you work? You know, how do you work a criminal case, for example? Because a part of the stuff that we do, some of the work that we do in our agency is we investigate uh, crimes involving prescription drugs. We uh, conduct inspections. We conduct audits and stuff. And so, and all of these things, uh, and if you've, all of these things bleed into each other and, and they connect into, into each other. But there's, the, I think the most challenging part of it is obviously is the criminal component, right? And being able to learn, uh, being able to learn how to work a case, but then also being able to be okay with the fact that not every case is the same, you know? Um, and so that, that, that's a challenge for me because I'm used to knowing how to do things, right? I'm used to being good at what I do. And so having to to humble um, and I'm not saying that I'm the best at everything, but I'm saying I'm, I'm always I'm always able to get to a point where I'm confident, where I'm just like, yeah, I, I, you know, I know how to do this job. I, I love connecting. I love networking. And I still do that. Even when I learn how to do something, I'm still reaching out to others to learn how to do it better. Right. But in this role, it really does. And I'm still going through it, it really does make you sit back and humble yourself and go, all right. Do you you literally know nothing about this world? Literally know nothing about this world, and so you know, walk it and take it, take it step by step, day by day, um, and just trust your team to get you to that point to where you, you, you know, you're you're comfortable, say, being in your own, comfortable working the case uh, from start to finish, uh, and and connecting all of the dots and stuff. And that's one thing, one piece about this job that I like is that it is multifaceted. It's not black and white. Um, there is a lot that goes into it. There is a lot to consider, um, and so it was. It was a. It was a challenge for me, but it was a welcome. A welcome uh, challenge. I think that's what that's what twenty twenty two represented for me. Um, so, well, guys, I think we've talked enough. I think, like I, like I said, there's there's more that we could say, and I hope that um, this episode is the beginning of many that we you know that I plan to do this year, and I plan to reach out and connect with. 
um, some professionals who uh, have a have a, an inclining towards some the weird and the unusual in the in the space of mental health and bring those topics and conversations to you. But if there's a topic that you want to hear about, a topic maybe you want to discuss um, on the podcast, reach out to me, email me at the mindful farm D at gmail.com. That's the mindful P H A R M D at gmail.com. And uh, I look forward to 2023 and beyond. And uh, I want to thank my lovely wife for joining me here. Um, and uh, look forward to uh, connecting with everybody on the other side. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I leave you with this. Focus your thoughts on what is true, noble, righteous, pure, lovable, or admirable. On some virtue or on something praiseworthy. Think about these things.